Happy Canada Day. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you or listeners with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, the phone lines are open. So call in with your question at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. We're the 2023 Consumer's Choice Award winner. And how's Mr. Gilbert today? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I, I take one weekend off and I'm stuttering with my words Yeah, you already. can't seem to get it out. What's going on? So I want to thank Brandon Baldwin for coming in and doing the show last week because I was off uh, getting my daughter married off. Yes, she did. So she it was a wonderful day. They uh, She was the event planner up until that day, and then she had a lady come in and, and take, take over. the day. But she did a fabulous job. Everything looked great. Wonderful. I looked great. Yeah, did you? Beautiful suit. Did you look you know, nice? Yeah, it looked really okay. good. You might... You might want to take that picture and put it up, you know, at your home, get it framed. And uh, no, 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 you're no, not going to do that. No, probably not. No, don't uh, take, don't take offense. No, no, <laughs> I never take offense, Steve. Okay, all right. <laughs> the um, we got uh, seven twenty-two, seven hundred twenty-two people following us on Facebook. Up two. Yeah, that's because I really I pushed it last week. You right? did well. Thank, did. thank, yeah. thank you, Steve. Yeah. Glad you did that. And we got a few questions in, um, you know, but Enbridge is really doing a lot of advertising right now. It's popping up on my social media, you know, popping up on Facebook. They really are, yep. Um, about their $4,500 clean home or the $7,700 cleaner home. Right. Greener home, not cleaner home. Greener home, yes. Greener home. One's the clean home initiative and the other one's greener home, yes. And uh, one's only available in London. One's available all over Ontario. Correct. So, you want to explain a little bit about that difference on those two? Uh, is that where we're going? That's where, <laughs> that's where we're going, Steve. Okay. Stay with me. Good to know. Okay. Well, um, there is a pilot program, uh, which is called the Clean Home Initiative uh, by Ambridge, and, and that is the installation of a heat pump or a cold climate heat pump. So, if, uh, depending on what heat pump you put in, uh, it's either going to qualify for three thousand dollars or forty five hundred. That's only in the city of London for our listeners, uh, un- unless you're a listener, unless we're hitting Peterborough, Barrie, St. Catharines. Uh, if you're in those communities, they too have that same program. Uh, but really, it's in the city of London. You need to be um, an Ambridge customer. You need to be a London Hydro customer. Uh, you need to be a time of use London Hydro customer. But that's an easy switch. If you're not, we can switch that over. Need to have an active Wi-Fi in your house, and uh, that we can connect the thermostat to. And uh, you don't have to put in a new furnace with that uh, heat pump; it's a heat pump only. Um, but you can put a furnace in as well if your furnace is too old. And we go and look at it and say a heat pump's really not going to give you the full benefit. You really should change your system. Uh, but you know, we have those conversations with you when we get into the house to do an assessment. The other one. Are we are we clear on that one? That's called the that's the Enbridge Clean Home Initiative. Clean Home Initiative. Yeah. Okay. You got that. Forty five hundred dollars. Forty five hundred in or, my pocket or three, 
or a three. Depends on the heat pump. Okay. All right. Um, so then uh, the other one is the greener home rebate, and that's federal, but it's still managed by Enbridge, and that is for any uh, resident in Ontario. So what that is is it has to be more of a match system, so not too many singles are out there. So you'd have to typically upgrade your furnace and your uh, air conditioner and change it over to a heat pump. It it would have to be a, a cold climate heat pump. You can, I mean, it all depends. There's a federal site we go to, and if it's if the a match is in that site, you're going to get a rebate. If the match is not on that site, you are not going to get a rebate. I mean, it's that cut and dry with the greener home. So we have to do a little bit more work with that. You have to have an energy assessment done. Uh, so a company like Amerispec, Energy, uh, Energy Works, those types of companies will come out and perform uh, an energy assessment and uh, an efficiency test of your house. It's going to cost you anywhere between seven, eight hundred bucks plus tax, and then. Uh, they come they come in, they do that assessment, register you, and then we, we would come in and change the equipment. And then after that is done, you have them come back to verify what was put in just so they can verify that it was that heat pump, that coil, that furnace that went in. And then they submit your paperwork uh, for rebate. Uh, that one, uh, I mean, you really have to make sure on our part, on any contractor, is your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. Because if we make a mistake... Um, chances are you're not going to get your money. If the auditor makes a mistake, chances are you're not going to get your money. So you really have to be uh, aware of that one and make sure that you do everything in the step-by-step uh, way it's supposed to be done. So I have no air conditioning. Right. I can, get the, I can get the air conditioner or the heat pump thrown in tomorrow, and then they can come and do the audit. Nope. On, what do you mean, nope? Nope. So as I, if you weren't listening... I said the <laughs> said the energy assessment has to be done before the product's installed. Are you not listening to me? I was listening. I just re- reiterate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has to be done before the equipment's installed. If it's if if we come and install the equipment and then the auditor comes out to do an assessment, he's just going to walk away and say, "Have a nice day." Okay. So it has to be done in a step by step process. So. Uh, we guide you through that process because it can be complicated, but we'll guide you through that process and we do everything we can to ensure that you're going to get your rebate. And if the auditor reschedules his appointment, that could have to reschedule the install. Right. So if we have you scheduled for next Friday and then the auditor is supposed to come this week, you know, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, and he reschedules to the week after, you have to call us and just say, it's been rescheduled. We can't do Friday. Otherwise, it's going to cause problems. Okay. Okay. And what's all the talk about heat pumps? Like, oh, so, boy, you're really bouncing all over the place. Now, just on that other rebate first, you get $6,500 for, uh, for the heat pump, and then you get $600 for the other assessment. Where are you getting the 7700 from? Who wrote that down? That's because of cool cash. Oh, okay. Cool cash, which ended yesterday. <laughs> I'm glad you're on top of this, Steve. So that yeah. number should now be seven thousand one hundred. Seven thousand one hundred. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Here we are trying to give six hundred dollars away that we don't. You know what's going on? Why not? Hey, if you call and mention <laughs> the you listen to the Canada Day Radio Show. Oh yeah, then then you we'll get, give you, you the extra you'll get six hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not and and mention Peter. Not oh. Steve, but just Peter. Yeah. And, Steve's will be at your house, so you may want to mention Steve. But anyway. 
Anything else you want to check on your list? Well, I don't know if we answered about, <laughs> you know, why we're talking about heat pumps. So 7,100. 7,100. So that is two parts. Now, if you live outside of the Enbridge area, so maybe you're a propane, maybe you're on propane, maybe you're, um, that 6,500 goes to 5,600. So 5,600, not 7,100. Okay. So if you live in Elmer, you're part of EPCOR. Um, Glad you got the name right this time. Yeah, EPCOR. <laughs> you're going to be uh, at 5,600, not 7,100. Okay. You, you know what you called it the last time I was on the show? What did I call it? Energy. Well, yeah, but it's EPCOR. It's EPCOR. It's yeah, EPCOR out of yeah. the West. So we're kind of equal here. I made the mistake on 7,700. You made oh, no. the mistake on the name. Really? No. Okay, we're really going to get petty like that, yeah. are we? Yeah. Okay, all right. But we'll do that after the break. So okay. you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. I, I'm trying to figure out what that has to do with Canada Day. Uh, nothing. It's men, <laughs> men at work, which we're at work, Steve. Really? So that's not what it's, it's Canada Day. No. I know it's Canada Day. Have you not seen my house? Okay. I, I'm Canada Day all summer long. Okay. I, I, let me count here. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven flags. Seven flags. Flapping at my house. Flapping. Yep. They okay. all look good. Oh, sorry. Well, seven flags and one scarf. One scarf's around uh, the dog. The dog, the okay. statue. So, okay. so yeah, you should drive by. Yeah, you're going to be a Byron. Just take a little trip there. Okay. I, I mean, it might be like those houses on uh, in Christmas that are all decked up. You know, there could be a lineup of cars going down Byron Boulevard. So I'm probably not right. Well, now that you brought up Christmas, <laughs> I was looking really for uh, a polar bear. That if anybody drives out Highbury, goes by Messenger, uh, they are just outside of right. St. Thomas. Yeah, they're, they're they had a big bears. polar bear there, and I liked it. So I did. You I, call Messenger? I did. They never called me back. You know okay. why would they they do that? But I then found out I called Biz, mm-hmm. and Wade is working at Messenger uh, on a contract. I said, okay, you you text Wade, tell him to walk down to the big boss's office and find out where he got the polar bear. He did, and and he sent me the link to the book where you can order these. And you've seen the polar bear. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I saw the cost. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. And I went, okay, I can't afford. I that don't. Polar I don't really bear. need the polar bear, right? Yeah. But then yeah. they had a bench yep. that was a polar bear with its arms out, and you sat in the bench. Really? And, and then you take it, a picture. Was it more affordable? Yes. And I went, wouldn't that be neat on my front lawn? Everybody walking would go up, sit on it, take a picture. Really? You know, and all my lights and everything. All right. So you may you may see that in Byron coming. Okay. But if you say. But Liz, you just make sure Steve drives by my house today before you guys take off. So Right. You know, okay. Just take a look at all the Canadian flags. Okay. Now you're throwing me all off. The phone lines <laughs> are open. You can call us at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. So I'll ask this question for the third time. And call in with your Canada Day song. What, yeah. would, what would be your Canada Day song today? Yeah, just call us in. Um, what 
is all the talk about heat bumps. I've <laughs> asked you that three times. You never even answered it yet. Well, because, you know, it's something we've discussed before. I mean, all the talk about heat pumps is it's about we're living in a world with um, global warming and uh, the planet's heating up and it's having uh, different effects on us, like weather. Weather's a big thing. Uh, so Canada has uh, decided to, uh, Canada as a nation has decided to uh, do a program which we call decarbonization. So decarbonization is simply the reduction of use of fossil fuels. So driving less or driving EVs, electric vehicles, or hybrids. So that's one way. Uh, another way is uh, getting the consumer, you and I, uh, off or using less natural gas or less fossil fuels in your home to heat with. So that decarbonization program has been in effect. And so the other half of this is what we call electrification. Electrification just simply means you're going to be using more electricity. There's a lot of controversy out there over, well, how do, we, how do we make electricity these days? But really the idea is we make that electricity anyways, so let's just reduce the amount of carbon we're using in our home by, by not running your, your furnace as much and using the heat pump to do the heating. So that's where all the focus is on. So that's what there is all about heat pumps. They make these heat pumps now, we call them cold climate. So cold climate just means they will operate in, in, in our... Canada? In Canada, in our <laughs> temperatures. Uh, they operate as low as minus 25, some cases minus 30. Um, so you don't have to go to the geothermal route these days to, to put a heat pump in to try to heat your home. You can use air source uh, heat pumps. They're a fraction of the cost of geothermal, and they do a great job. So that's what's all the hub about, the hub of blue about heat pumps is... Uh, is that now that enough isn't going to stir the population to change and put a heat pump in? I mean, the environmentalists will will jump on this, and they and they have been, and they're doing that. But the regular consumer needs a carrot, so the carrot is these rebate programs. So, if you're changing, if it's time to change your your equipment, um, and you call us, we are going to be talking to you about a heat pump. I'll, I'll give you the air conditioner option. I will. But I'm going to talk to you about heat pump because, number one, it's a more efficient product than the air conditioner, and it's going to do a better job, and it's right for the planet. So keep that in mind. Um, we'll always give you all the options, but our focus our focus with our company is certainly on heat pumps. Now, if they go to our Peter Inch and Associates Facebook page, there's a video on there of different heat pumps yes. that have been st- installed oh, sitting yes. up on stands that they yep. can take a look at it if they want to see it. There is some that are big. Yep, some that are really big. Yep, there's some that's taller than me. Well, that that doesn't take much, let's be honest. <laughs> well, that means it's higher than five foot six. <laughs> yes, that doesn't mean it doesn't take much. Yeah, but especially uh, when you throw it on a on a twelve inch stand, right? Yeah. Yes. So then you're then I can't see over. It's true. So, but and, depending where it's placed, that's not a problem. So you'll have to have to look at that. But heat pumps are they've been around. We've been doing them since the seventies and eighties. You know, so heat pumps to us are normal, but it, some people have never heard of a heat pump. Right. And I saw this week we are replacing a mid-efficient furnace, and that's been unusual. Very unusual, yes, because so. we you, you, just just like um, furnaces, you know, nowadays when you come into a house, you've seen more and more first-generation high-efficiency furnaces that we're taking out. 
very rarely do you see an old standard furnace or a mid. So, yeah, if you if I walk in the house and I see a standard furnace or a mid, I'm thinking, whew, okay, it's time. Right? Yep. Okay. For sure. Now, we're getting a lot of calls this week about people, what causes an AC or air conditioner to ice up? Okay. So, you want, me, you want me to answer that question? Start, too? we'll start, <laughs> because there's a lot of things there that is. cause it, but we'll start with the easy ones first. Okay. Well, keep in mind that there's two parts to your air conditioner. There's uh, the part outside that we refer to the as the condensing unit, and then there's a part inside, which is usually sits above your furnace, and we call that the evaporator coil. So the evaporator above your furnace, uh, it's like a sponge. So it its job is to absorb all the heat and the moisture out of the indoor air in the house, and what it does is it squeezes the moisture out into the drain, and then it takes that heat that it's absorbed and it throws it outside or makes it goes, it pushes it outside to the condensing unit. The condensing unit's purpose is just to dissipate the heat, recompress the gases, and push it back into the indoor unit. So, how does that work? That evaporator coil gets very, very cold. Uh, one of the properties of heat, heat moves to cold. And when you have moist heat, what's happening is that hot air, that moist hot air hits that cold surface, causes the moisture to be released and goes into the drain. And then that heat is absorbed in that cold evaporator. So keep in mind that's very, very cold. If problem number one typically is lack of airflow. So if you've got a dirty filter or maybe the fan isn't pushing the right amount of air or the secondary heat exchanger is getting plugged because of poor maintenance. If you restrict enough airflow past that coil, or here's another one, maybe you've just decided to shut down all your registers on the main floor in the basement to try to push as much upstairs as you possibly can. Same thing can happen. So you restrict airflow, that coil now can't get rid of that. And there's, it's not absorbing enough heat. So really what's happening is it's just turning into uh it gets frosty and then it turns into ice and as it turns into ice now you have no airflow going past it so if you walk downstairs because your house isn't cooling very well and you just you look at the furnace and the pipes going in above the furnace we need the evaporator if you see ice on there you've got a problem so you need to go upstairs shut your air conditioner off and uh let it let it keep it off for the next 24 hours so filter, filter, plug coil or secondary heat exchanger. Yep, closing registers. Closing registers all can reduce airflow and then cause that unit to ice up. Yeah. Now, they, you know, how do how can I check my filter? I pull it out. I think it's fine. But what can I do? Can I hold it up to a light, look through it, see you, whether you, you can? See it? I mean, simple. If you have a second filter there of the same type, just feel the difference. I mean, drywall dust. Uh, doesn't look dirty on a filter. So you could pull it out and think it's fine, but it's full of drywall dust. If you have another filter and you pull that one with drywall dust out, it'll be much heavier than the other one. That should tell you immediately. You can hold it up to the light. If you can't see, if you can't, I mean, it just use common sense. If you've had construction done in your house, change your filter. If, if it's been, if you've got a one inch filter and it's been longer than two months, change your filter. So if you've got those are just some things, you know, nowadays we build reminders into our thermostats or on your cell phones. Just put a reminder in to change your filter, whatever the frequency is, because 
your frequency shouldn't change unless you have an event in the house like construction. So if you constantly change your filter every two months and things work great, then that's your schedule. If you have uh, an event in the house where you've, you've done construction, then as soon as the construction's done or while you're doing construction, change your filter more often. Well, and we may talk about even an event can be something outside, like right. we've had l- lately with the smoke, uh, smoke and everything yeah. going on. So we'll uh, we'll talk. So when we come back, we're going to talk about kind of the harder, the other, the, the harder ones, ones to diagnose, are, sure, are, and that you need a technician out to take a look at, yep, and go through it because it is going to be a lot different when you take a look. You know, uh, like ours, our our uh, rooftop unit. Right. Broke down at the office. Oh boy, that's that's a that's yeah. critical. Yeah, that was a critical <laughs> service call. Get up on that roof. Because so. Peter's sweating in his office. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No window. Because it got broken during the robbery. That's yes. another story yes, with that. Um you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we'll be right back. I'm still waiting for that candidate theme. Still waiting for it. Still waiting. I put this song in for you. Oh, because you, you, you're happy that I'm your friend? That's right. Thank you for being my friend, Steve. I put it in and you're already giving me a hard time. Maybe maybe we'll delete that. <laughs> I don't have any Canada Day songs today. But what were you thinking? I wasn't thinking, to be honest. I was <laughs> was trying to get four songs, good bumper music songs. I see, yeah. To get and, in. And forgot. It in was, the middle of running July a business. 1st. Now listen, before we jump in on your heat pump questions, because that's, you know, um, maybe there there is an event coming, right? There's an event coming. There yeah, is. there is. There is a no, no, Diana no. Crawl. No, there's an event coming. <laughs> there's an event coming on the 4th of July, and it's not... Independence Day in the United States. It is, but it's also your birthday, right? Yeah, yeah. Fourth yeah, of July, Peter Inch is going to turn how old? Let's get back to the uh, <laughs> questions here, Steve. We're kind of going off track. No, you we're not. We're not going off track. No, going no. Off track, so. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're a listener and you want to do the math of Peter's age, he was born in 1960. You can figure the rest out. <laughs> I'll be 63. 63. Wow, you're not retired. Yeah, not retired yet. Well, they tried to retire me. (laughs) (laughs) But I came back. That didn't happen. (laughs) All right. Happy birthday. Thank you. Now, you said we were going to talk about heat pumps. You even forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about uh, air air conditioners icing icing up. up. Yeah. And you went through the easy ones. Well, it's not easy. That's the, I mean, that's just part, part one. Okay, part two. Part, part two. So part two is a little more complicated. So part two is, so you've found your iced up coil and you've shut it off. You've changed your filter because that's what we told you to do. And then you turn it back on again and it ices up again. And you think, I've changed my filter. I've done this. So uh, you need, you're on the phone now with us and uh, we're going to send a tech out and he's going to perform some checks. And uh, sometimes we call it restriction. So restriction is means that the refrigeration, the refrigerant can't flow correctly through um, from the outdoor unit to the coil. Through a metering device. Yep, called a TX valve or maybe the piston. So uh, all those things can create problems. And if you can't get proper refrigerant flow to the coil, 
you're going to ice up. Okay, so that's more complicated. Um, it, some restrictions can be repaired, others cannot. Uh, so, and we would advise you on that. Uh, the other one is uh, a refrigeration leak. So over the course of time, it could be, it could have just happened or it could have been happening over time. You are losing uh, levels of refrigerant. So when we put air conditioners or heat pumps in your home and we fill them up with the required amount of refrigerant that we're supposed to do, it's, it doesn't go away. I mean, it, it doesn't get less and less and less over time. It's a closed system. So there shouldn't be any less refrigerant in day one as there is 10 years from now. So keep that in mind. So if there is a refrigeration loss, it has to be coming from someplace. The most common place that we find refrigeration leaks these days are in the evaporator coil. So that's the part above the furnace. And we even found that on a brand new, new unit yep. that we were putting in found an evaporator coil leak. Yep. So um, then if it's not there, second guess would be it's in the condensing coil, so the thing outside. Very rarely is it the line set, unless, you know, you've been doing some home construction, you decide to shove a little nail through it, and if you did that, you'd hear it up. So if it's got a refrigeration leak, we can look for that leak. Um, there, It's quite involved. We, we have to put a dye in, uh, and then we come back with a light, and we try to find where the refrigeration leak happens. Keep in mind that if it's an older unit, so I'm going to tell you anything over 12 years, you may just not want to do that and just bite the bullet and, and replace it because it really has a 12 to 15-year life expectancy. And if we're trying to fix a problem in year 12, you're better just to put that investment towards something new. But it's up to you. We will always give you the option. So even, so on, again, our rooftop unit stopped working. So panic stop call. cooling didn't stop stop, stop yeah, cooling. cooling yes and and I my ears sensitive ears <laughs> heard the unit cycling on and off too often oh did you and that's why I said okay we need somebody to take a look at this thing it's not operating and they ended up it was short of freon so 1995 yeah I know you asked me to uh, you asked me to, to price out a new one yep right was the age of the unit and before we got there, somebody had put a heat exchanger into it, and, you know, we've had a couple of no heat calls in the winter. Mm-hmm. So this thing has been band-aided along to this point where we're going, okay. Welcome to the commercial market, Peter. Yeah, well, <laughs> somebody needs to shake their head. They should have put a new unit in 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen, okay? But, but yes. So we're going to, we're looking at replacing it. But it, you know, it's, it, they were probably on the roof for a couple hours. Right, trying to find that leak and locate where it was, and and figure out what was going on. And and, and believe me, a rooftop unit's probably a little bit easier to find a leak on than your residential equipment because your coil is shoved in a in a furnace above. So it, it's not always easily access, accessible. So keep in mind when they're on a roof, they can walk all the way around that thing and and um, and look at it. But yeah. So we'll let you know as we go along here what happened. The saga continues. Yep, the saga okay. continues. All right. Now, I thought it wasn't working again, and Vanessa had turned the, the sure. thermostat up. Because, you know, when you walk into the office and you have to put a coat on, is that, one? would you think that that's too cold? If, if you know, I like cold. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, so there you too, we sorry, go. Sorry, but I, that that's a big issue in my house, and I think I told oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, told me like, about the portable. Yes. The, yeah. the main thing in my house is that I like it very cold. cold. Yes. And my wife is just like covering everywhere. I'm yeah. like, and she, of course she says to me like, "Hey, can you put it like a little bit up?" Like, no, no. Now, now she's not listening, right? You can <laughs> no. buy a thermostat that you can set the temperature behind. Okay. And she can change it. And it looks like she's changing it, but really it's staying cold. Well, so what we do, we at the end of the day, I'm married, so I have to keep it fair for her and me. <laughs> it's true. Maybe and that's I why I'm not happy married. Wife, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did, and that's what I explained to you last week, is that I bought a, one of those portable units. Um, so in my in the room that I'm mostly in all the time, the studio, yep. I have that going. And all then the time. at the house, so as soon as you walk, in the room, it's super cold. You get out of the room, and it's like, Warm. for me, it's hot. Yeah. But. yeah. And Steve, last week I heard you guys talking about that smell, a musty smell in that. Yes. They, they need to be cleaned, taken apart, cleaned, put back together. Normally, we say every three years. If this it, one is two years old, but I clean yeah. it already. Yeah. And, and the smell went like down, so it's yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Perfect. So Steve helped you. That's hard to believe. Good. Wow. Okay. Easy. Easy. Now that you're yeah. talking about how cold it is, and we've talked about <laughs> why is my windows having condensation on them now? I don't know. If in your house, that's all there is is condensation because it, it's called, we, we call it dew point. Okay. So if it's 90 degrees outside and you've got it 68 in your house, um, your windows are going to have condensation on them because the inside is really, really cold and the outside is really, really hot. So it's going to condense on the cold side or it's going to condense, it's going to condense on that window. So because the, you've got warm and you got cold, it creates condensation. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and doesn't happen all summer, but when we get this really hot, steamy weather, that's when, when things really start changing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, bump it up a notch. Or, do you know what? You could just go downstairs because yeah. it's actually 10 degrees colder in your basement than it is on your main floor. Well, my um, cool curling game, Yeah, it's just like ice. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So know, if I it's 68 be... on the main floor, it's 58 in the basement. Yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> and it's nice down there. I really I, like yeah, it. I'm sure you do. The dog goes down, lies down, goes, ah. Well, because the dog cool. has, never has to worry about hair loss uh, when she goes in the basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for sure. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. Steve, you gotta, you gotta dance to that one. Uh, no, no, I'm just sitting here, just still scratching my head. It's fine. <laughs> well, I could have put on Happy Canadian, Canada Day, people. Happy Canada Day. I could have put on Canadian Man by the country singer. You know, I could have put that one on. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Can't remember his last name right now. It's okay. So the, you're listening. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show. Phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Uh, I should mention that uh, we did an Inch by Inch, the podcast, 
on air conditioning icing up with Josh this week. So we might compare Josh's answers to Steve's answer. Right. Just to see how that. Okay. Give it, give it a whirl. And you can listen to, of course, all of our uh, radio shows on at peterinch.ca and hitting the podcast button at the homepage. So there's been a little bit of smoke this week, just a little. Yeah, there has been. Yeah. So, you know, the question that says, with all this smoke, will my filter get it out? Well, I mean, the, one thing is the smoke's outside and your filter's inside. So, I mean, your your filter's going to filter out anything that has particulate in it. So if there's any particles in the air, then your filter's going to do that. Uh, but the odor, uh, it's not going to, the filter's not going to do anything about the odor. So, um, I mean... If the smoke is is bothering you, um, and you if you've got a ventilator on, then turn the ventilator off until the air quality improves. Um, if you don't, and you're still finding that smoke's in the house, I mean, there are products out there that can get rid of uh, gas odors, VOCs, formaldehydes from your home. Um, we uh, just got some updated training on that this this past week. So uh, there's a product, a few products that we offer that can deal with that. Yeah. So did. Um you know, what I always say, if you burn toast or, you know, bacon, it, you know, does it get rid of that? My Caesar quick? salad, like garlic, yeah. right? Yeah. Don't talk about your Caesar <laughs> salad. But will you get that smell out? It, you know, your filter works at it, but that smells there for a while. So the product we're looking at um, says that, I mean, it, it achieves that in the first uh, 15 to 20 minutes. It can reduce... Uh, odors significantly in the first 15 to 20 minutes. So that's pretty impressive. Um, I mean, as being, I have to have your furnace fan on. If your furnace fan isn't running, then it's not going to do anything. So, and obviously, if you've got cooking odors, um, you turn your range hood fan on and exhaust that air. But, uh, but if you don't want to open the window because it's really, really hot outside, there is product out there. And not only will it, not only does it get rid of odor, but also uh, purify and sterilize the air as well. So it kills viral. It does it. It deactivates viral uh, bacteria. Um, helps keep your evaporator coil clean and uh, operating at its maximum efficiency, as well as doing some odor uh, removal as well. And what's that video that you tell on uh, YouTube? Oh, I see. It's a video that uh, I I watch uh, or I tell customers watch all the time. It's called the indoor generation. So if you just go to YouTube and you just Google or you uh, you search on YouTube in the indoor generation, just have a look at that video. It's okay. really um, it'll open your eyes up to what's going on. Yeah. Now we we get this question all the time. Okay. So you're going to answer it, or you want me to answer it? Well, if if you can answer it, that's good. But oh, okay. if not, I'll step in. You okay, know, all right. Why is your phone number long distance? Wow, that's a good question. Can I blame you on that? Yeah, you can. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You can, because I, I was the one who did it. So. Right, so when you call our our number. 519-900-9960. Right, when you call that number. If you're calling it from a landline, so if you still have a landline in your home, it's going to say long distance. and You're going to say, what the heck, I'm not calling them, and you're going to hang up. If you call from a cell phone, it'll ring right through. Um, we wanted, when we started the business, we wanted a 519 area code, right? That's right. And That's what I said. I said, 
I want a 519 number. I'm in 519. Right. I didn't want a 226. No. Nope. Wanted nope. 519. So they gave you 519. Little did you know that the <laughs> substation was in Brantford, <laughs> <laughs> which also is a 519 yeah. area code. That's so, right. uh, yeah. And until that's rectified sometime in the near future, um, if when you're calling on a landline, that's what's going to happen. So, you can either call one of our other numbers, or just if you got a cell phone, just pick up your cell phone and make the call, and it'll ring right through. Yeah, you can call the two two six four nine nine three seven five two. Yep, and that will ring right through from a landline. Right. So, so we apologize, but we aren't changing all of our trucks, all the advertising, all of that. In a year or two, landline numbers will be amalgamated in that. You don't That's what need they said to put you? a one in front of it. They said that? Yes. Okay. And I tried to move it, the substation from Brantford to London. You just had to move it to Woodstock. Yeah. It would have been fine. I've right? been yeah. worked on that for like six months. Yeah, to no avail. To no avail. So when I found out, I really wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you do when you found that out? I just hung the phone. Okay, all right. At that point. So we got another question came in. I'm having some landscaping done, and the landscaping company has asked me to remove my heat pump. Is this something you can do, and what's involved in doing this? So, I mean, uh, if they need to do it because you're having some work done, obviously, or if you're building, maybe you're putting a new driveway in, and, and you're in your air conditioner, you're condensing units on the driveway side. So whatever the, the case may be, um, first of all, how old is it? Because Brent, this one was installed a month ago. Oh, boy, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, first of all, how old is it? If it's really, if it's really old, um, when we move it, it's it's probably not going to work again. When we go to put it back together and we go to hook it back up, just that's just Murphy's law. Um, but what's involved is is we it's almost it's a complete reversal of the installation process. So we have to go there. We have to pull a vacuum, recover the uh, refrigerant, disconnect all the lines, disconnect the hydro, uh, take the base up, take the st- or a heat pump, take the stand away, and, you know, put that wherever he wants to put it. Uh, we don't want to store it at our place. We would rather you just keep it on site. So if he wants to put it in your garage, we'll put it in your garage. I don't imagine you just want it laying around the house because somebody will think it's scrap and pick it up and take it away. Yeah. So you're going to want to keep it. Uh, away from the front of the house because those scrap people uh, drive up and down the city streets all the time looking for stuff that people put out. So uh, we will put it there and we have to seal up all the lines because we can't, you don't want air to get back into the refrigeration line because it'll just contaminate things. So there is a process for this. And then when you're ready, then we come back. Now coming back, it's, it's so Taking it down is probably going to take a, a, a couple hours to, to do everything correctly. And then when we go to put it back, then we have to go through that whole process again. So we have to open up those lines, purge the lines, make sure that they're clear and clean, uh, pull a vacuum, reintroduce the refrigerant, reconnect the electricity, you know, stone down, stand up. Um, so that actually takes about, you know, three hours. So just keep that in mind. It's not it's not just we can just zip in for 10 minutes, pull it apart, zip out. It it takes some time. And it's expensive. It's not a cheap. Well, thing. it's not cheap, no. So no. So if you can the landscaper can work around it, that's better than removing it. Right. So 
Now, I've noticed sitting in here, my eyes have been watering, and I just figured out what it is. Well, we don't have one of those fancy air cleaners like no, Juan has. It's your shirt I've been looking at. It says Toronto Maple Leafs hockey. That's what's making it. And you should uh, you should be you know very thankful to the city of London. It gave you your first round draft pick. Yeah, we have a London night for it. And you know, London nights in the NHL do very well. Yeah. Right. Well, and it was funny because I'm watching the draft. I'm I'm such a busy guy. I just sat there and watched the draft. And they called him, and of course he's not on the Lower round level. one area. where all the, they're sitting. He's up in the other. So it was like cameras got to find the guy. And then normally they came down and walked across this beautiful stage, and it says "Welcome to the NHL." No, he goes down. He's on the floor coming up. He's not, he's not even on the the side that all the first round draft picks that are supposed to go are. So it was kind of funny to watch, but he was happy. You know, I'm you sure can see that that was like a, a proud moment. And uh, well, obviously, they uh, the Toronto Leaf organization sees something in him, yeah. right? Well, you know where their head scout lives. No, tell me, Grand Bend. I see. So he probably watched a lot of games probably. down here. You know, pretty easy to come down hours drive, watch some great hockey, and mm-hmm. so. But yeah, a night, and his favorite player, Nazem Kadri. Is that right? Yeah. So okay. a knight who went to Toronto. Yeah. You guys thought he was no good, threw him away, and he went no, on no, one we of Stanley throw, Cup. We didn't throw him away. He just had a hard time staying out of the penalty box in playoff <laughs> season. But, he, uh, but he's carrying the cup. He is, yeah. yeah. As a lot of ex-Leafs are. Uh, but we still, you know, we have Mitch Marner, who's a, who's a knight, yeah. right? Well, we want to thank everybody for listening today. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. Remember, great service is only an inch away. We'll see you next week.